Hello, all you ham bones out there, and welcome to another episode of Marsham Toy Hour. We're your hosts. I'm George. I'm Teresa Hawkins. And I'm Gary Ham. And we are here to bring you everything in the world of toys that we care to talk about today. Today is a special day, guys. Today it we is. have a very special guest with us. Do you want to get right and into it? Well, and you're hosting. Bravo, George. I like this. I'm so nervous. I've never hosted before. <laughs> it's weird. Every time I do it, I like weird myself out and I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying and I, I'm just ready for someone else to talk. So I'm helping you out, stepping in, giving you some right. conversation. Well, I'm no, I'm no Gary Wordsmith. So I'm just going to bring in our guest by saying he's um, a guy that does stuff for a long time in the scene. Wow. Hey. <laughs> George, you just described like 90% of the people in the toy scene. Hey, but hey, everyone knows who this is. Everyone knows what this show is. So let's get right to it. Ben Goretzky. Hey, designer con. Purveyor of fine toys at 3D Retro. <laughs> I prefer the um, guy who's been doing things for a long time. Let's go with that. I like oh, that. Poor that. George. And and George, you've been hosting hosting for over ten years. So never, never hosted once. <laughs> you have been maybe I don't know about this show, but you have been hosting for over ten years. So you know, or you should know, what you're doing. George has had his hand held for a very long time. <laughs> time for him to start walking. No way. Why walk when someone will carry you? <laughs> yeah, we want to take the training wheels off. It's time for you to fly. Ooh, Go down. I like that. Well, Ben, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Has it been a full year since the last time we talked to you? Um, I think it's been even more than a year, probably. Yeah. Last year when we had you on, we brought you on pretty early. I think pretty soon after five points to get kind of an early scoop and... This year we decided we wait. We're about, I don't know, I'm like a month away. Yeah, we're we're like 30, 32, 33 days away from the show. But who's counting, right? <laughs> the little <laughs> counter on the website. <laughs> Is it like beating faster every day that every knocks off? Every day. Every day I'm just trying not to not to have a heart attack and uh it's uh, it's not working. Well, so. just before, just in case there's someone new who's never heard the show before, and if there is, welcome. I'm the always host, George. <laughs> um, where the show we're talking about is DesignerCon. It is in Anaheim, California. It is the weekend before Thanksgiving. I don't know the dates, Ben. What are the dates? November 22nd through the 24th, the weekend for Thanksgiving. There you go. So everyone go look that up, designercon.com. Let's get that out of the way. If you want to go to the website while we're talking, take a look around, maybe look at old show pictures, that kind of stuff. But let's okay. get into it, Ben. We got okay. we got questions for you. We've got queries. What I'm, other words I use for questions? I got to tell you, out of all the podcasts that I do in terms of like promoting the show, this one is the one that I am most nervous about <laughs> why is that oh, because that's why? we're gonna ask you the hard questions and no, answer them no it's because this is the one that whenever anybody wants to like call me out on something or 
complain about something, they're like, let's use the um, the footage or the audio from the Marsham Toy Hour to totally destroy Ben. This is, <laughs> for some reason, this is like the haters' go-to guide right here. Well, we're going to fill them up with great clips to clip from you. <laughs> saying Lots of sound bites thing. coming this episode. Oh, that's yes. amazing. Gary, I really hope you throw in some good O's this episode. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, I liked how that so what we're referring to is something Ben came on last year and did a d- discussion with us and someone took a lot of what Ben said and took sound bites from that and made a YouTube video of it and they also took me saying oh a bunch of times to what Ben said and made this <laughs> funny little YouTube video with it and so well, let's try to avoid that again this time. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. I just think that no matter what, if people want to do things like that, they're just going to do it. So, it, you know, if it happens again, it happens again. But it is what it is. It's, all right, it's so let's good. start with the first question. Okay. So here, ben, why yes. did you ruin Designer Con for everyone? Um, <laughs> well, let's see. So many reasons why I wanted to ruin it for everyone. Why do you hate art toys? I hate everything about this industry <laughs> and i only love um uh, mainstream toys and um and that's it that's it that's basically all of it right there um i don't is is that really a question no i just wanted to start off with a hard okay, gary Teresa, loft of something soft well so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of um, – we could start with the elephant in the room and get it over with, Ben, yeah, or – you want to yeah. do it? What's, what? Go ahead. Let's, let's, okay. let's do this. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, get past it, and then we'll go into other stuff. You say this, so. Okay. <laughs> so, last year we had you on and things were said. Yes. Around the big F, Funko. Yeah. Uh, Gary, you may you can plead the fifth through this whole segment. Legal bloody blah. Gary doesn't believe any of these things. He loves his job, um, but things were said. You you know we, that was one of the things that came up, and that was what a lot of people latched on is the whole Funko coming to Designer Con, and right. you know you were saying a lot about look like them coming does not mean that pops are coming to Designer Con. I don't want that, and. It seems like things are happening that contradict this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Biggie being no pops at Decon, and of course we've now seen that pops will be there. So I think, I I mean, in the scene in general, I think people would like you to address that elephant of what's up. What's, what's going, going on with that? Okay, so yeah, so a lot going back to last year. One of the things that we talked about was you know Funko came to us and. We were like, there's no way that we want this big Funko booth that has like just this massive line for Funko exclusives. Basically the same kind of like setup that they would have at like a San Diego Comic-Con or a New York Comic-Con or any of the other cons that they do. So when we started talking to them, they basically, you know, understood where we were coming from. And Mike Becker, who... If you guys have watched the documentary, you should know who he is. He's like he's like the original founder of Funko. Really nice guy, actually. Talked to me, and he said, look, I know what your show is about. He's actually been a vendor of the show. And he's like, we want to try something completely different at DesignerCon. We don't want to sell 
Funko Pop. I'm like, okay. And that's where the whole cereal thing came from. All right. So that's what we did last year. And of course, the whole thing about it was people didn't really understand what we were going to be doing. And that's why there was this huge outcry about like it's Funko and they're coming to the show and they're going to be selling pop and blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, they came to the show and they're like, wait a minute. They're just like selling cereal and cereal bowls and everything just like related to cereal and like T-shirts related to cereal. And they weren't selling pop at all. Now, also, one of the things I should mention is that even though we say that we don't want like the Funko Pop, like this this big, huge push of like Funko Pop, you have to understand that we don't restrict what our vendors sell. We never have and we never will. And Pop has been sold at the show for years since it came out. I mean, hell, even 3D Retro, my store, like we sell pop at the 3d retro booth because we have it in our store because we are a retail store and we need to buy things that people like to buy in the toy world and so the fact of like funko pop has never been at designer con that's not true funko pop has always been sold at designer con it's just being sold by all these different vendors now we don't have like walls of the stuff and things like that and you know once again if anybody comes in and and brings it Um, you know, I don't think they're going to have a lot of sales like you would at a con like San Diego, but we're never going to come up to that vendor and be like, um, you can't do this. You can't sell this here. You need to get out. We just don't do that. Um, so that's in regards to like the whole thing that happened last year. Now this year, if you guys need to know all the details, first of all, Funko is not involved at the show. If you notice, Funko doesn't have a booth. They're not coming back to the show this year, and they're just in no way involved. What we do have going on is we have a really cool art show with Mark Hamill called Hamilton. And the art show revolves around his career in voice acting. So when we were talking to um, the people that represent Mark Hamill, one of the things they mentioned was that, like, hey, we were supposed to release this pop at New York Comic Con, but it didn't make it in time. Is it okay if we go ahead and sell it at Designer Con? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Let's make it a show exclusive. Why not? There's a whole art show dedicated to him. It ties in very nicely. If that's what you guys want to do, we'll help you do it. And that's exactly what we're doing. So there, that's basically the gist of it. It makes sense. Now, now, and that's the thing, like, we don't release a lot of information before the show. We like to surprise people. We like people coming into the show and going like, whoa, what's this? Or we like relinquish information near the, near the end of the whole thing, like um, right before the show starts. So a lot of the time we get a lot of people that, take the little bits of information that are out there and they totally just run with it. Like when we announced like, yeah, there's an exclusive Mark Hamill pop at the show. It's like, Oh damn, there it is. Funko's going to be at the show. They're going to have a huge booth. Designer cons completely sold out. It's done. And honestly, guys, at this point, 
with the size of the show and the way it is, if Funko did come to me and say that they wanted a booth to sell exclusive pop and things like that, I would probably let them in at this point. Because what we realized from last year is that the floor plan is so big and so spacious that we can put them in. We had them on one side of the of the hall last year. And unless you were specifically going to them, it had no effect on the rest of the hall. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. But they're not coming back. That's that's not the point. The point is is that people take the information that we release and they just go with it and they, they just like start saying things and just going off what they think is going to happen. And most of the time, it's not right. Yeah, but... But Ben, when you dangle that little carrot, people are going to chase it. And that like, you got to know that you are kind of poking the bear a little bit. When you throw up a thing with like little eyeball emojis and you see decon exclusive stickers, people are going to speculate. So, you know. <laughs> You've got to yeah. be doing that on purpose to stir the pot. Though. I mean, right. You're trying I mean, to get this. You get, you're getting people talking, which you probably don't hate because you want people talking designer comp. But you know people are going to react. That's what we do. So everyone's going to be like, what's this? What's the sticker? And everyone's talking about it in groups behind the scenes like, oh, my God, here it is. You know, so, that's, all, that's all Kevin's fault. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Kevin. That's wrong. Just blame Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that he he posted something on his on his instagram yeah, the, story the that was yeah it was a kevin it was so on kevin's desk he has it's it's a joke that we have on his desk we have funko pop that's basically all the kevin figures so there's like a home alone kevin and there's the ghostbusters kevin and there's all these kevin figures he just has kevin figures on his desk so when we were doing the sticker for the Mark Hamill, we were like, well, let's print it out actual size and see how big it looks when we put it on on a Funko Pop box. He pulled, he just took one off of his desk and he was like, okay, well, if we place it here, how does it look? He posted that and everybody was like, they're going to have a Ghostbusters exclusive figure. And it was just like, I, I'm sorry, I can't help but laugh. But yeah, I mean, no, it's... That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a joke. How would anyone know? That's nope. like in articles and stuff of like, here's another one that was leaked. <laughs> yeah, it's it. And honestly, it's not even a joke. It's just he did it. He posted it. And we just let it let it out or he let it out there and like i said people ran with it people thought like not even thinking like why would they why like that's the kevin ghostbusters figure that they released over what a year and a half or two years ago and what does that have to do with any of the new funkos that would be released why would they do like nobody would stop to think and they they kind of just ran with it, so it's interesting to see what what people say. And you guys are right; we love it when people talk about the show. Uh, any press is good press, and um, you know, until you actually get to the show, sometimes you really don't know what we're going to be doing. You're throwing us curveballs, and that's why we're throwing you hardballs. Oh, I see how it is. 
<laughs> now, uh, actually, while we're talking about Instagram and things like that, we should say congratulations. I saw that you're uh, validated. What's it called? What is it called? What oh, yeah. We, we got validated. Verified? Verified. Verified. Oh, we did get verified. You're a fish. You're yeah. We, I got like, we got a little blue checkbox next to our name now, which Design is awesome. Design account is official. We are official. Now, okay, so I want to ask a question because it kind of relates <laughs> to, to the whole. Sorry, George, am I not allowed to ask questions? No, go ahead. I just got bit by the cat. Oh. Oh, ouch. oh George. Go oh, ahead. George. I'm going to put myself on mute for a second. Please don't bleed to death. We lost our uh, host. George is screaming <laughs> on the other end right now. I know. So many like... profanities. It's ridiculous. All right, I'm back. <laughs> Are you done? Well, okay. So related to this whole Funko stuff, Ben, I know that the way that you tied the pop, the Hamel Pop releases, you mentioned it's a show exclusive, and you tied it to a new pass called the MVP. Yes. And so I think for – I honestly – I'm still a little bit confused. So I thought maybe you could cover. So there's the base passes, right? You can buy a day pass or a weekend pass. And then you have VIP, yep. which I assume is the same as last year, right? Where yes. um, there's the VIP night on Friday that's VIP only. Yep. And is it MVP as well? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So can so you just explain the difference? Yeah. Like what are the perk differences and prices and all that? Okay, so um, one of the pop that um, is being released uh, by like the Hamill people through DesignerCon is this uh, purple metallic Mark Hamill dressed up as Joker pop. And there's, just to give you some numbers, there's less than a thousand of these available. And one of the things was, is because the numbers were so low, we were like, okay, how do we go about releasing this pop or offering out to people? And one of the ideas thrown to us was like, well, can you create this ticket package? And we're like, well, we already have the VIP. And so we came up with the Mark Hamill MVP, which gives you everything that the VIP does, but it already has built in the two exclusive pops that DesignerCon is basically selling with the Mark Hamill people, which is there's the regular Mark Hamill in the Lava Bear shirt, and then there's the purple metallic Joker one. So we should mention that the Lava Bear shirt is also related to our scene in a way that it, that was designed by Nathan. Correct. And that's actually one of the cooler things is like part of the reason that I guess Mark actually allowed them to create the pop was because it would promote Nathan's design and Nathan's shirt. You can actually look up footage from him at uh, like Funko Fun Days where he actually says that to the crowd. So yeah, so the whole MVP thing is it's extremely limited because it's based on how many we have of these purple metallic jokers. And it's a way for people to basically guarantee themselves getting it like if you want this you have to be an mvp and a lot of people have asked us like okay look if i'm a vip and i come to the show can i buy the mvp from like the decon booth no you can't the only way you can get this purple pop is if you buy an mvp ticket and that's that's just the rule of it but also included with the MVP is the other pop as well. So you're automatically getting 
both of these pop in your MVP package. So the, okay, the purple one is MVP only. You have to buy that pass. That's the only way to get it. The other one will be included in it, but there's also the ability for people to buy that at the show as well. Right. Now, one of the things that we did for VIPs, because a lot of VIPs were like, oh, you know, the whole point about like VIP is that like I'm, I get in early. So I, what do I do? I have to like stand in line during my VIP time just to get this pop if I want it. And we're like, no, actually, if you're a VIP, one of the things you can do is you can pre-purchase one of the uh, original Mark Hamill wearing the Nathan uh, shirt. So as a VIP, you don't have to get it, but you have the option to pre-buy it and secure it for yourself. So you don't have to like go inside the hall Friday and go stand in line and buy this pop figure. You can still go to all these other booths and then right before you leave, you can stop by and pick up your pop or you can come back Saturday and pick up your pop or right before you leave on Sunday, you can come and pick up your pop. It doesn't matter because it's already secured for you. You don't have to worry about going to buy it. Now, we have had people ask, like, well, what if I want to buy more than one? What if I want to buy, like, three or four? If you want to buy more than one, yes, you have the option of buying that one at the show. But the benefit of being a VIP is that you kind of get early access to all that. So if you do want more than one, if you do want to buy, like, three or four or five or a case or whatever, then your best bet is to become a VIP or an MVP, if you want that purple one, get into the show earlier than everyone else because you're a VIP and then pick up the one that you've already pre-ordered and then be able to purchase more if you want more. Makes sense. Okay, so what are the prices of the VIP and the MVP pass? Well, all the prices are available online, but if you get the VIP package, the VIP is $70. That's your VIP ticket. If you want, as a VIP, you can pre-order the regular um, um, Mark Hamill pop, and that's a $40 pop. Okay? So, basically, you can pre-order that, but if you get the MVP, it's a $200 package. Basically, it's $70 for VIP, $40 for the regular pop, and $90 for the purple. Right. I mean, that's how it breaks out. So so when I'm in line at PopCon outside and I want to go in, or, I mean, Decon outside. <laughs> Such an ass. George is the best host ever. Please do this every week. Oh. He does. He does it all the time on Toy Geeks. Please, if I wasn't giving Ben shit, it wouldn't be me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go ahead, George. What did you? What were you saying? No, my got my joke in. That was all. Oh, that was it. Okay. All right. Thanks. Here's here's what it comes down to, and th- this should be the end all for the whole Funko conversation. And like, like, why are we doing this? And why and that? And like, granted, there's a whole art show that's dedicated to Mark and all this, and we're working directly with his people to do this. And you know, that's how we got this whole pop thing going. But look, at the end of the day. I need to figure out a way to get more people in the door, right? Because there's so many vendors in there selling so much cool stuff 
that I needed to introduce this world to all these buyers, to all these potential buyers, to all these potential collectors and this, this audience that we're trying to get involved in our community. And at the end of it all, yeah, these guys are going to come in and they, they might be there just for that pop, just for that purple pop or that, um, you know, Nathan Hamill shirt pop. But once they're in there, they're not going to walk out right after they get that pop. They're going to look around. They've already paid to get into the show. So that's just that many more people walking the hall, looking at all the other stuff, possibly purchasing things and possibly getting into the scene a little bit more. That's really what it comes down to. I concur. I think there's so much. I mean, after last year, I mean, there was such a big, I don't know, there was, it was a shitstorm almost of just, you know, WTS, like what the hell's going on? What's happening to designer kind blah, blah, blah. But as someone who was there, it caused no issue whatsoever. It's not like designer con suddenly became NYCC or SDCC and there were crazy lines at every single booth or anything like that. It was just more people attending. And there's like, we constantly talk about the scene and how we wanted to stay around. And the only way to do that is to bring more people in and put eyeballs on the stuff that we're doing. So at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. I mean, I get it. I mean, on the flip side, what people don't want, though, is for DesignerCon to become that, to fully transition to a New York Comic Con or a San Diego where the the designer toy section just becomes smaller and smaller and smaller and get pushed to a corner. No one wants that, right? Yeah, Yeah, nobody wants that. But at the same time, like, it's funny because the focus is so much on this one thing that we're doing that people aren't even noticing the 10 other amazing things that are happening at the show. Well, 10, I mean, let's talk about the other, you know, hundred aisles of amazing things. Like right. there's, yeah. and so, I mean, let's, it's, but it's, I'm, I'm we've, just we've done enough, we've done enough pop talk for the, for yeah. The, yeah. The but I'm just saying that. like, for, forget about the stuff that was there last year. Let's talk about the the new stuff that's going to be there this year. I mean, why aren't people complaining that, oh, my gosh, you have like a whole gallery section in the show now? Because what? Because it's art related? Yeah, we have Beyond Eden. Like, this is incredible. Like, if you think about it, we've taken Beyond Eden, which is like the people that started Littletopia. And all these major art galleries that are related in our scene that support pop surrealism, street and urban art, these galleries, which usually only save themselves for shows like, you know, Los Angeles, um, you know, Art Art Week or something like that. And now they're part of DesignerCon, meaning if you go to Decon, you can see all the cool art that you would have to go to another fair or another show to see. Or how about the fact that we're getting some of these major streetwear brands involved into the show? The fact that we have Extra Large coming out from Japan and they have their entire D-Face collaboration that's going to be available at DesignerCon. Like, why aren't people saying like, oh, I can't believe they're getting apparel involved in the show. But if we get something that, I don't know, is it just a stigma of pop or something? Because... they bring in a certain crowd 
apparel brings in a certain crowd. You know, galleries bring in a certain crowd. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get all these people into the show that all cross over into this world and just trying to build an audience and keep the show going. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's all good things. And I think that the little things that get added each year only help the show. And there's always going to be haters for one thing or another. I'm sure there's someone who hates that you'll have apparel there or someone will hate that you have an art show. And it's I couldn't get a booth because there's an art show there instead. It's like, well, there's that that kind of stuff. Someone will say that you might not hear it. It might not be as vocal, but there will be someone saying things like that. We Everything still get- that everyone does, there's always a hater for something. So let's focus we- less on the hate of things and more on the good things like you were just talking about. Um, yeah. Is there yeah, going have, to be there's is there going to be a pin section like last year? The enamel market going to be back? And- yeah, the enamel market is back. Actually, it's bigger than last year. There's going to be over forty pin designers and vendors at the enamel market, and it's it's going to be incredible. So we're getting people into the enamel market from all over the U.S. and actually different parts of the world, like international pin vendors are coming in and participating in enamel market because it's in, at DesignerCon. Now, awesome. Ben, have yes. you fixed it? Because last year, if I recall the pin area, it was kind of a weird little skinny black market with teeny aisles. Um, we did open up the aisles a little bit. And the thing is, it is run by enamel market. So, you know, they kind of have control over that area. But... Ah. We first of all, the positioning of the area wasn't too great, and we talked to the decorator and we opened it up a little bit, so it should be better this year. Okay, good. It was like this weird. I mean, we talked a lot about aisles. For some reason, we like to talk a lot about the way you did aisles because <laughs> you know that's the important thing, not the toys. But everything was so wide. So when you got to the pin section, it was like this weird, skinny section amongst the sea of wide aisles. So I was just yeah. curious. <laughs> but we 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 heard your input about the aisles, and the aisles are actually a little bit tighter this year. Last year we had twenty foot aisles, and this year we squeezed them down to fifteen. Nice. You know, I noticed that. Are there signs? Compare. Yes, there are going to be aisle signs this year. Yeah. So you and can gonna... look up and see where you are. <laughs> Yay! That's well, I was very say, helpful. Yeah. If you compare 2018 to 2019, you can see the difference in the aisle size. And you can see it looks like you've squeezed in a heck of a lot more booths. Uh, not a heck of a lot more. But there are, I would say, maybe maybe like 50 more booths. Okay. Yeah. There were less than 50 booths at the first six designer cons. Yes. Yes, there were. <laughs> We actually, by squeezing it down by five feet, we actually added one extra aisle. That's oh, cool. what it did. Well, and I, I'm very happy that also that that was there's that weird kind of angled wall on the left side, and I know you had stuff <laughs> lined there last time, and it felt kind of weird, like you'd have this show and then a gap and then these weird aisles. And as I see you, you've basically pretty much gotten rid of that, which I think is good. Everyone's kind so, of into the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to address that with you guys because I, I listened to the post show and you guys were like, yeah, why were they up against that wall? Why would Ben put them there? It's like by the time you walk over there, you're just like, eh. 
I'm done. I'm going to turn around and go. I just want you guys to know that every single vendor that was up against that wall was put there because they wanted to be up against that wall. I'm, I'm not kidding. When we were planning it out, the whole idea was that that wall, we should get rid of all of those booths. Because when we get the floor map from the convention center and the decorator, they give us what's called a maximized floor plan, which is wherever there can be a booth, they put a booth. And then what we do is we go in and we say, we got to get rid of the booths here because they're one, like right next to the bathroom. They're too close to the eating area there. We need more space here. So we end up chopping out a lot of booths. And one of the things we wanted to do last year was get rid of all those booths along the wall. And what ended up happening was when we showed the floor map to some of these vendors, they're like, oh, we want to be right there. And, you know, we were like, well, you do know, like, that's up against the wall. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We want to be there. That's great. That's what, that's where we want to be. And like, for instance, I think one of the, one of the vendors was a thousand toys and we had them placed somewhere close to where the Metacom booth was. And they were like, ah, we need more space. We need more area. And we ended up like saying like, well, where do you want to be? And they're like, right over here. And that's why they were over there. So there you go. People chose it. All right. How much did you hate listening to that wrap up episode that we did last year? <laughs> I, I just want you to know, I hate you guys. But... Oh, Ben, no! <laughs> You're not ben! the only one. George and I um, got nasty phone calls about it. I heard. Yeah, there was, there was, there was much hate after that episode. Yeah, I oh, heard about that. You know what? Ben, uh, you know I love you, right? It's all just I know conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I no, um, you know, feedback is good, and honest feedback is really good. So I appreciate your honest feedback. That's and, all. And say. when it comes <laughs> to, down to it, at the end of the day, everything we say on this show is just our opinions, and you shouldn't care about our opinions. Yeah, I mean, not just you, but everybody. Yeah, I'm there. not concerned about you sure. guys and and your ten listeners. Like, like seriously, guys. Like, ben, burn. <laughs> we have more than ten. We have like twelve. But no, I mean, I, I at the end of the day, though, I don't. If we didn't reiterate enough, like we obviously love this show. It's a big thing in our scene. And so we just want it to be good. And we like I talking about it. I appreciate it. that. No, I know. I know. And we love you guys. And you know, we love the fact that Gary still <laughs> fills out a press application to get in. <laughs> so, I don't like um, to assume anything. I assume <laughs> everyone still hates me or whatever from last wrap-up episode. No, so I'm like, no. ah, I got to apply. Maybe they no, don't we, want us there this year. We, we love you guys. And, you know, like I said, the, the show only gets better because we take in that feedback. And if we didn't, then, you know, who knows what, what would happen to the show. It's like, if it was just all about like what I want to do and me, 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 then the show would be a wreck. But, you know, luckily I listen or I think I listen, although George might contest to that. And Ben never listens. <laughs> at least in terms of toy production. But, you know, we do take feedback and we do need it. So it's good that you guys gave it. 
Okay, what are you? What what are some things that you're really excited about that have changed for this year's designer con? Uh, well, some of the things I already mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Eden, that's that's a huge thing. That was, you know, I was I was um, friends with Greg Escalante, and you know, he pretty much ran the whole like Little Topia Beyond Eden scene at the LA Art Show. And when I heard that Little Topia was not coming back to the LA Art Show because something happened, I think LA Art Show was like, eh, this is not fit into where where we want to be or what we want to do. It's like, I was like, man, we got to give this thing a new home because that was like one of the main reasons I would go to the LA Art Show. So beyond Eden being, at, being part of DesignerCon, that's like a huge thing for me. Another thing is the apparel, like I mentioned. We're getting more streetwear brands involved, and there's a huge crossover with that world and the toy world and the art world. So we're really excited about getting all these like streetwear vendors to participate in the show. I think if you did come to the show last year, you probably saw some of it already happening. It's just getting a little bit bigger in terms of that. Other stuff that's like going on, I mean, we're getting even more bigger international vendors coming in uh like one of the ones that we're really excited about is pop mart pop mart is huge in asia and they're coming to designer con this year so um i think there's a company 52 toys which is also very huge and they're coming to designer con this year um so all these toy brands which are usually it's like very hard to get their products here in the u.s or if you do get them, they're extremely limited in nature. All these manufacturers are coming to Decon, and it's it's very exciting. I am stoked about Pop Mart coming. That's going to be exciting because you know we. I obviously love Pop Mart. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But okay, awesome. one of the apparel companies companies you mentioned was Extra Large, right? Yes. Okay. So one of the big whopping sections on the map in the top left corner, it says extra large basketball court. And yes. no joke, I thought it was called extra large basketball court because it was just simply extra large, like big. <laughs> but <laughs> but now that I'm hearing it's the name of a company, it's making a little more sense. But yes. is it is it a legit basketball court? Like you can yeah. go play a few hoops? Yeah, it's a basketball court. It's an actual, just yeah, just for fun. <laughs> I think I think they just wanted to like come in and they're like, "What are you guys doing with this section?" And we're like, "We're probably just gonna leave it empty." And they're like, "Well, can we put in a basketball court and do giveaways if you play and have fun things there for people to get?" And we're like, "Yeah, no problem. If you guys want to put in put that in, here it is. There you go." You never turn down an idea, do you, Ben? If it sounds fun and it sounds like something that I would want to go to and see, then yeah, why would I? Yeah. It's I won't lie. The first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Like, does that say basketball? Like what? But then I was like, you know what? It could be kind of fun to like challenge you in horse Gary. See if you have any athletic ability <laughs> or if I would like destroy you. And if I could win stuff at the same time, it's like a cherry on top. You, you would never beat me in horse. Oh, it is on. Ben, is there there netting? You know in basketball, like rebounds and bad passes that Teresa's going to be making, those basketballs are going flying into the other aisle. So is there netting around the basketball court? 
Um, I don't know exactly how they're setting it up, uh, but I would assume there's there's going to be something around it to prohibit the balls from going all over the place. Um, all of Teresa's also... air balls just flying out <laughs> to the audience. Oh my gosh! This is and... the perfect time for you to me to use my word of the day from Gary. Gary TTC Gary, where is it? Hold on, I gotta say it right. You are such a plonker. A plonker. What's a plonker? Yes, this is America, Teresa. Stop saying those UK it, words. Well, <laughs> it basically means you're being a dick. So. Oh. So kind of like. Freaking plonker! You're so gonna a, airball, but it's, it's a good a point. It's a wanker. You're a wanker. No, so apparently, dick, wanker, and plonker are all synonyms. There you go. It's your, it's your education for the day, and I just apparently said a lot of dirty words all at once. Stay so. on target. <laughs> I'll go uh, wash my mouth out of the soap after this. There you and, go. Uh... But in you know, in terms of the basketball court, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of like um, kids, because we do get a lot of families that come to the show. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of kids just go there and and uh, play there. So that that's actually one of the main reasons why I was like, you know, that might be really cool because a lot of families might enjoy that. For sure. I really want to challenge some of my favorite artists. I want to go up and grab like Dan from Vox or Vin from My Plastic Heart or go and grab like Jeremiah Kettner and be like, all right, we're in five teams. We're going crazy. This isn't Check a show where I have to work a booth and sell stuff. Of course, I'll go and challenge you in basketball right now. <laughs> you should set up some really nice five on five teams. Like a tournament? You know, we do have a tournament that's going to be happening inside the hall this year. A basketball tournament? Not a basketball tournament. We are going to have the first ever Wacom Secret Walls digital tournament happening inside of DesignerCon this year. And it's Oh, like a digital a digital paint war kind of thing? Yeah. So it's basically going to be Secret Walls where it's once again teams and Everything is going to be done through the Wacom tablets. And by the way, uh, the reason why we're doing this is so that Wacom is going to be presenting for the first time their brand new tablets, which are debuting at DesignerCon. And uh, the artists involved will be able to use these brand new tablets. And I think there's going to be three or four rounds within the entire weekend. And the champion team will actually get each each artist, because there's teams of two, each artist will be able to take home a brand new Wacom tablet. Oh, Gary, there you go. That's how you get some new technology up in there. Get signed up. There you go. Battle it out. Huh, Gary? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? huh? I need a computer, not a Wacom. <laughs> oh. Is right, it really so... Wacom? Not well, I think it's Wacom, right? I always said Wacom, but I don't know. Whatever. Since we're going, uh, since we're plugging Wacom, let's go ahead and plug some of our sponsors. So we got three great stores for you. There's 3D Retro, which Ben is the owner of. Yeah. And then there is Strange Cat Toys and My Plastic Heart. You can visit any one of their websites. If you do, you can use some promo codes. You can go to strangecattoys.com, use our promo code MARSHAM, and you'll receive 10% off that entire order. Or you can go to myplasticheart.com if you live in the States and spend $75 or more. Use our promo code TOYFAM at checkout and you'll receive free shipping on that order. 
Otherwise, to stay on top of all the latest and greatest in designer toy news, be sure to like and follow SpankyStokes.com and TheToyChronicle.com. Oh, what else? What else? I'm trying to Well, can we also remind people that besides this giant cluster F of, like, things that are happening, there are also millions of regular booths with stuff to buy that artists artists hand make and paint and slave over for the year to bring to you to purchase for your loved ones yes absolutely how many are there ben how many total vendors um i don't have a final count but it's it's i think a little over 700 vendors holy shit (laughs) you're you're shite oh my gosh you make gary so happy so you can't you can't possibly still have a wait list, can you? I know for years you guys had that short wait list and we do. We have a wait list. Damn. But here's the thing, you know, and we we say this all the time, the wait list and you know, the people that get into the show, it's all curated at this point. Because we have to see who's going in. And a lot of the time people will say like, "Oh, that's bullshit. You know, why are you doing that?" Like, well, you know what? Like a lot of the people that are trying to add themselves to the waitlist right now are like the guys that sell walls and walls of Funko Pop. So, like that—that's just one of the things. Or, you know, or we'll get somebody that puts themselves on the waitlist, and we'll take a look at their website, and they sell one pin. So, you know, we'll sometimes direct those people to Enamel Market, and we'll be like, we really don't recommend that you do this because all you're selling is one pin, but here's an ammo market. And if you really want to do it, you should do it with them, you know, but yeah, we, we have to curate. We have to, we have to make sure that the show has still the quality value in it and not just like filler. And that's the way you do it. You, you curate the show. Now, last year, I know one of the things we talked about is the booths are very much intermingled, right? So you could be walking down an aisle and you're seeing plush, shirts, fan art, designer toys kind of all intermixed. Did you make any changes to the layout of the floor plan at all to group anything differently? Or is it pretty much still intermingled and people just kind of plopped where they wanted to be kind of a thing? Or did you just put them in the butt? No, it's still pretty intermingled. Um, we have had requests of some vendors and artists that, you know, they're like, can I be next to so-and-so? Can we, can can these, you know, 10 companies, because we know each other really well, can, can you put us like across from each other or in the same aisle? So we accommodate that. We, of course, we'll be like, yeah, of course, if you guys feel comfortable doing that, we do the same thing for, uh, like, for instance, the Japanese vendors, you know, they, they help each other out. They speak, you know, all Japanese and assist each other during the show. So, you know, they ask to be grouped together and that's what we do. So even though we try to spread it out and kind of, you know, sprinkle a little bit of this here, sprinkle a little bit of that there. There are some little areas where we have been requested, you know, hey, can you put us together? And we do it. Like yeah. the Glios section where we all sell Glios related toys. You can <laughs> buy all the Glios stuff from that area where I yeah. will be. And by the way, the four horsemen are coming to DesignerCon this year, which is awesome. Legends of the toy industry. Yep. 20 years. 
And Medicom's coming back, right, Ben? <laughs> yes, they are. And Medicom. Sorry. Four <laughs> horsemen are fantastic. I just I love it. Legends of the toy industry. <laughs> and, and and by the way, Medicom's coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Medicom is coming back. So last year, Medicom came to the show for the first time. They wanted to see what it was all about. They came in big. And, you know, we're glad that they did. But after they did the show, they kind of like went back to the board with us and like, okay, let's let's release a couple more things that are more relevant to the show and get involved more with the artists. So if you guys have been keeping up with some of the posts that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing is if you guys don't follow the hashtag designer con, I highly recommend that you follow that hashtag too, because just like George said, we have hundreds of amazing vendors, just amazing vendors. And they're all just creating just such great things. And if you follow that hashtag, you'll be able to see a good portion of those things as they're being made. So I highly recommend you do that. And, um, you know, yeah, and it, I, and, huh? I was going to say, I also recommend people check out the stories you post because you all can't repost a bunch of stuff to your page, but I know you repost Instagram stories up the wazoo. And I'll never forget, up like last year before the event, I was seeing a crap ton of stuff through DesignerCon stories. So I was like paging through it, like boop, 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 boop. Yeah. So staying yeah. on top of that is helpful as well. Yeah, because aside from doing the hashtag, a lot of our vendors tag us, which notifies us. But then we're like, okay, well, how do we tell everybody else without reposting this on on our actual posts? So we we do do a lot of stories. We take the stories and we repost them that way. And yeah, it's it's a lot of cool stuff. So keep an eye on that, and and you'll see a lot of things happening, including some of the stuff that we're doing with Metacom. Now, Ben, real quick, you know anything? People tag designer con shows on your page, right? Um, if they tag oh, it, yes, yeah. yeah if you, so, but there's a lot of people that won't tag us; they'll just do the hashtag designer con, and we actually follow that too. So a lot of the time, some some of the stories that you see, they didn't tag us; they just did a hashtag, and we saw it that way. So, awesome. you know, that's why I always say like follow the hashtag too, which Instagram allows you to do that. So, and you can see a lot more that way. Okay, talk bear bricks. I'm sorry. Bear bricks? What about bear yeah, bricks? I want to hear. I want to hear. So we've seen a few sneaky peeks of this <laughs> designer con artist series, and I've seen what three so far: Vinny, the mascot for Decon, a Kano, and a Joe Ledbetter. You see, you're assuming again. You're assuming that one of those is part of the artist series. It's because I'm looking at a post from Toys All Rebel that says Designer Con Artist Series Bear, Bear Breaks for Decon 2019. <laughs> exactly. Fake news. <laughs> All right, well, clarify. You said one of those. So I'm going to assume the Vinny is available through like one of the VIP passes. First of all, Vinny was the VTN mascot. Vincent. So, That's right. Vincent. George. George is the mascot of DesignerCon. George, yeah. We're calling him so Vincent can, for some reason. <laughs> you can get your very own George Bearbrick included. 
the George Bear Brick is included in the VIP package that you get. So if you are a VIP or an MVP, um, last year we gave you an Andy Warhol Bear Brick, and this year you will be receiving the mascot Bear Brick. Nice. So, I what about press? Say... Does press get one? Uh, two? No. No. Oh, Damn you. Press doesn't get anything. You have to. You guys have to stand in line like everybody else. <laughs> Curses to designer con. <laughs> Let me ben, ask you this: I... Last year, you guys did the designer con Dunny series, and one of the things that we complained about last year is there was not enough stock of that brought to the convention. I don't so know. What you're talking a lot about. of people weren't I, able to get it. I have no idea what you're saying here. I, I, well, I, I'm saying is I plead is, the fifth. Is Menacom bringing enough supply of the bear bricks to? Potentially yes. reach most attendees. Yes, okay. they are. They are definitely bringing um, enough of the. We we still think that they will sell out uh, by the end of the show, not by the beginning of the show. Okay. We still think that they'll sell out, but uh, yeah, there's there's going to be. Um, you know, Metacom doesn't produce large quantities of products anyway, aside from like their uh, Bear Brick Blind Box series. Um, so when they do something like this where it's like uh, an artist series or a pack or whatever it may be that we're working on, uh, it's still limited numbers. So, Ben, are they blind box, like typical bear brick, and you can buy a blind or a case of blinds? I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, ben! <laughs> this is exactly how we knew it was going to go. He's, we're going to get PR answers, Teresa. He wants to keep he wants things to a surprise. All, he, he, He's dangling his little carrot, like, mm, I don't know. You're just going to have to okay. wait to see. Okay, you, you guys want the exclusive? You guys you want, want some scoop. Okay, yeah, you want wait, the scoop. Yeah. Oh, Kevin's not going to like this. All right. How many are there? You just right, buy a guys. set. There is, this year, at DesignerCon, in the Metacom booth, we will have a DesignerCon Artist Series 5-pack available for purchase. Sweet. And don't give any more news. Kevin will kill you. I'm not going to tell you the rest of the artists. The only thing I can tell you is keep an eye on Instagram. All the artists have their bear bricks and they will slowly be doing their little sneak peeks. So far, two artists have done sneak peeks as, as of um, taping the show that, and that's Kano and Joe Ledbetter. But there's, as, as, now that you know there's a five pack, there's three more artists, not including the the uh, Vincent one. There's three more bear bricks, which are going to be uh, shown very soon. Whew. I, I like oh. it. Thank you, Ben, for the stupid. <laughs> there you go. And Ben, I just want to give you all kudos because I won't lie, the bear bricks last year were not the most exciting thing because really it was just a logo on a bear brick. Yeah. And so I, you know, when you, when you see like the cereals with the Freddie Funko bear brick and all this stuff, you're thinking, Oh, we're going to get like these, you know, special printed bear bricks. So for me, I was like, okay, like I was expecting more. So seeing this, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, this is what I thought that they were going to do with the whole Medicom collaboration. So kudos. I like it. Thank you. We we're always trying to improve from the previous year. And a lot of it has to do with time limitations. You know, like when we started working with Metacom last year, you know, we were all, we were very restricted on, you know, our time and what we could do and what we could print. And, 
you know, as soon as the show ends, we were able to go back to Metacom and tell them like, hey, we've got some ideas. Let's get started on them now. And you're now seeing what those are. And honestly, guys, you have just seen the tip of the iceberg because there's so much more stuff. It's awesome. It's going to be so cool. I'm excited. Now, do you know, is Metacom going to have last year? I know along with the, um, like they had kind of like art gallery inside their booth and all that, but they also brought a lot of artists along with them. Are they planning to do that again? So, um, last year, I think they brought something like, 10 or 15 artists from Japan. And even though it was kind of exciting to see these artists, like the crowd really didn't care too much. So we're, we're not bringing in a lot of Japanese artists and I'll leave it at that, but we're still working on having actual signings at the Metacom booth. One of the things we're working on is of course, getting the artists involved in the series to be doing signings at the booth, even though they also, or should I say a lot of them have their own booths that you can find them at and get them to sign. And then, you know, we're working with, as, as time goes by, you will see a couple of the projects that we've been working on that we'll, we'll get to announce. And those artists involved in those projects will also be signing at the Metacom booth. George knows, George knows one because he he was in charge of the sculpting and the paint sampling of it. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, so. I don't have any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't. I, I zoned out. Um, Yuck. <laughs> good host. Good host. Um, so one of my one question I have um, every year, I don't know if people know this or not, if they even keep if people keep their badges or not, but uh Every year, the badges are designed by a different artist. Um, yes. Have you guys announced who this year's artist is for the badge design, or are, or are you announcing that? Yeah. Uh, actually, we did announce it. If you were to look at our website, George. I don't. Uh, I haven't looked at the map. Teresa knows more about the map. She probably even knows where my booth is. I haven't looked at any of it yet. Teresa. I do. You're in the left hall, kind of near the top, similar to last year. All right. Yeah. Teresa, do you know who the, who the person that's designing the badges this year? Uh... No. The person, the artist who's designing the badges this year is Stephen Harrington. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't know who any of those people are. <laughs> He's the guy who does the um, like repeating patterns. Yeah, he does. He does repeating patterns a lot. He also is really popular for like this very LA vibey type of art with like lots of palm trees, and he has these fun characters that he creates and. He's 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 a really cool artist. Like he's done collaborations with clothing brands and Nike and all kinds of stuff. And um, we're we're really excited to have him do the badge designs for us. Where is it on the website? It's on the homepage. Is it? Yeah. If you oh. if you're looking on the homepage where it has highlights, 2019 highlights, you'll see a lot of things there oh okay you can see his artwork oh yeah. okay cool yeah you can also see that the stage this year is uh run by network and uh, so there are going to be panels again there will be panels yes there will be awesome panels this year actually will the panels be located right next to a person playing really loud music like last year 
No, we're actually we're actually placing the panels right next to your booth. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> actually, right inside of your booth. <laughs> oh, so panels are George's booth. That's right. <laughs> if you want to talk about anything, just come to George's booth. He loves to talk about stuff. But but seriously, are they in a more like dedicated area? Because I think last year, not only did I hear there was music by it, but then any announcements made it hard for the panels to be heard. And yeah, so um, if you if you actually take a look at the map, you'll see exactly where the stage is, and it's it's basically uh, last year where we had the Funko cereal stuff. That's where the stage is this year. It's closer to the front. You don't have to like make your way to the back of the hall. It's closer to the front. It's, it's just easier access and just, yeah, it's better. I like that. It's kind of its own little section then. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You know, we're working on stuff. We do things. (laughs) It's like he's listening. You guys. Right. Sometimes. (laughs) Uh, I know something else we haven't asked about stuff going on in the nighttime. So after parties, vendor parties, is there stuff going on Friday and Saturday night? Um, So that's actually still very much in the works. I know that we're like 30 days out and we're supposed to have all this done, but we don't. Um, So one of the things is, is like the after parties, for instance, cost us, or cost the show like a lot of money. Like for instance, the arena last year just cost us a ton, and um, you know we we wanted to avoid this uh, huge expense and loss for us. So we're not doing like this huge you know rock show this year. We are talking to a couple of companies that are involved with the show this year. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to basically get them to be like, look, if you're going to throw an event or you're going to be a party, uh, going to throw a party, then can we please have it so that we can just basically tell people, look, if you have a decon badge, you can get into this for free and have a good time here. And that's what we're trying to figure out right now. I like it. And would it be, so I can't remember, is there usually a Friday night thing and a Saturday night thing, or is it just one night? It's usually Saturday night because Friday night, the hall closes at 9 p.m. That's right. And, it's the late, late VIP yeah. thing. And, you know, from what we've heard from a lot of vendors is, look, you know, I'd love to go, but I got to be, the hall opens back up Saturday at 9 a.m. to VIPs. So it's like for them, it's like I got to go get some rest and sleep and make sure I'm ready for tomorrow, which that's what we want them to be. That makes Makes sense sense to me. Yep. And we actually have already something. We actually have already something going on for uh, Sunday night after the show. We've teamed up with um, Think Space Gallery and there's an art show going on not too far from the convention center where um, anybody that has a any form of designer con badge, they'll be able to come to the show and there's like going to be free food and drinks and things like that. So we'll be announcing that soon as well. Cool. And that, that's like the Sunday night after, after the show's over type of thing. Like, ooh, we can all relax and just mingle now. Hang. Mm-hmm. Some of us will be tearing our booths down. 
Yeah, but after that, you can go to this. Yeah. Some of us have to work on Monday. Oh, no, George. No, no, you don't. Come Call in sick. <laughs> Is there any other big questions, Gary or George, you want to get to? Because I was thinking with a handful of questions we have left, a lot of them were listeners' questions, and I thought we could treat them as, as lightning rounds. We could just hit you with the question, Ben. You answer real quick, and we move on. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I think that's Garrett the best. Stewart? I don't think we need to do any. Yeah, I think we've pretty much hit everything that we need to on this one. I mean, I don't know how much more I can jab. Okay. <laughs> here, I'll uh, let's go through some of these remaining questions and kind of just hit them. Boom, 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 Ben. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Decon app. Is that coming back this year? Yes, we are uh, working on that right now. Cool. So the old app, will you be will we be updating it or downloading a whole new one? It should be an update to the old app. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, this is actually one for me, but I'm technically a listener too. I need details on this whole LAX shuttle stuff. Last year, I flew into Santa Ana, and it was great. It was really mm-hmm. close. It was really hard for me to fly in flights this year, and I had to fly into LAX. So can you do a very quick rundown? If I want to take advantage of the cheap Disney shuttles to get to and from, how do I do that? Where do I go? What I would do is um, probably visit the LAX website and um, or visit one of the shuttle companies like um, – there's blue shuttles, and uh, I forgot what the red one's called, but probably visit the LAX website, and we'll have a link to all these shuttle companies, including the Disney shuttle. You can also probably go to the Disneyland, the Disneyland website, and they have information there, like, hey, if you're arriving from LAX, here's how you can get to the park, or here's how you can get to the hotel. And they'll have a lot of information there on how to book it, make a reservation, where to go while you're at LAX, depending on where you land, and all that good stuff. Okay. And that's what you'd recommend, right, to get a shuttle versus, like, a taxi or a Uber yeah. or whatever? Yeah, if you're coming from LAX, it's, it's, it's still, like – a good 40, 45 minute drive, depending on traffic. Like it could even be longer than that. So taking a shuttle is your best route. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. We covered that. We talked about clear. Okay. Learning from last year, will you have clear signage for where the queue will start? And have you thought of how to prioritize fairness for all attendees and combating queue cutters or people sneaking into the venue ahead of the formal queue, which was a problem last year. Uh, which queue are you talking about? It sounds like, like the queue to get in by, by that. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's VIP or non-VIP, but it sounds like there was, it was confusing as far as where it would start and monitoring of people not cheating and just staying in the line and not cutting. We had a pretty good control over that last year we basically had so there's a hall called hall e there's a huge sign that says you know line up down here and there's a big arrow uh we had a bunch of people directing people over there and you know when you got there you would just get in line we actually checked in 
the VIPs down there. We had our equipment and we would check them in, give them their badge. And basically when the doors opened, we would guide them up the escalator to the front doors. They got a little something at the door uh, giveaway from whatever sponsor we had that day. And uh, they were let inside the hall and that was it. Now, anybody that shows up while that line is happening is basically told to line up separately. So while that line is coming in, there is another line forming in the lobby area of other VIPs, basically people that have decided like, you know what, I'm not going to stand in line downstairs in Holly. I'm just going to come back when the hall is open at nine and I'm just going to go in then. Well, they thought they would just be able to walk in. They can't. They, there was actually a separate line and they have to wait till all those people in line at Hall E got in before we let that second line in as well. Gotcha. So at the end of the day, if you want to come and line up early, you don't have to go anywhere and get your badge first. You literally find the giant sign, get in line and wait, and you'll get taken care of all that shindig while absolutely. you're there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay. This is a little bit of a hardball. Don't be mad. It's not my question. Okay. Um, <laughs> why do you see artists like Real Head and Stink Toy Go Go Kudo? Go Kudo. Sorry, that yeah. I, that poor artist. I butchered your name. And others that exhibited Decon for many years no longer vending at the event. Why are they no longer vending? Yeah. Why do you think that artists are no longer vending? Do you feel like it's I don't know. Why do you think? Is it because of the change in the venue and the size or is it concerning when you see people who've been attending for a while um, choose not to come back? We actually see a lot of vendors do come back. Our rate of return is about 90%. So I'm not really concerned about when, you know, one, one out of 10 don't come back. If, if that, I mean, I think our rate of return is actually higher than 90%. Um, one of the things you have to remember is just, just because an artist doesn't do the show this year doesn't mean that they're not going to come back next year. You know, there could be all kinds of things in play that we don't know about, especially the, um, the guys flying from overseas. You know, they might have uh, another event that they need to do. They might have a gallery show they need to do. They might not have enough money to, for an airline ticket. You know, there's there's a lot of things in play, and you know, clearly we, we're we're not going to get upset over it. We're, you know, we understand that not every artist can make it to the show every year. The only thing we can hope is that look, if they don't do it this year, they'll come back next year. We we have artists this year that didn't do the show for two for the past two years, and you know they're coming back. And um, you know, yeah, I mean, we that's, have that's kind of that's an unfair question because I mean, look at. There's art. We just had the Mujus on a couple weeks ago. They love Decon. They're have they, they had a baby and can't come this year. Like yeah. it doesn't mean they don't want to be there. They'd love to be there, but like yeah. I'm sure they're not going to be there this year. They probably won't be there next year. Like that's just no. I think I think Mujus coming this year. Mm, ben, I'm sorry to break it to you, but they're not. No. You should yeah, definitely they... break that booth space off because they are not going to be there. <laughs> Really? Yeah, she uh, she's preggers, and she actually um, I don't think their baby's been born yet, but it should be here any day. 
So, yeah, they actually told us we had them on and they're not coming. Sorry, Ben. Oh, okay. Well, we have, we have Muju World on the map. So, <laughs> uh, it was the same thing with Mutant Vinyl Hardcore when he was on. Rich was saying that his wife was due any day now, so he won't be attending DesignerCon this year because of that, too. Yep. Well, and you think about um, even Instinct Toy and Five Points, they didn't come this year, and it's because they had a conflict with another show. So I get it. I mean, I think we could speculate, just like you say, we like to speculate when carrots are dangled. And, you know, it's possible that people aren't returning because maybe they didn't do as well as they did in previous years. But there's mm-hmm. always various reasons. So it yeah. just is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Are vendors going to be suggested to run lottery systems to avoid running excessive lines, et cetera? I think you've kind of already answered that. You don't really tell booths how to run. They do their own thing, right? Correct. Yeah. We, we just feel that it's not, it's not fair for us to tell vendors how to sell their products or when to sell their products or to who to sell their products. I mean, look, if a vendor decides to sell a product a certain way or a certain time, you know, the only thing we can do is we can ask them to do something. But at the end of the day, it's their decision. It, it It's not up to us. If if you don't like it, take it up with the vendor. That's it. You know, we're we're here just providing a space where all these vendors can be to sell their products. How they sell those products and to who, that's up to them. Here, here. Thank you. I approve. Thank you. Um, okay. Someone was saying something about punch and pie, and I think it was an inside joke. Does anyone know what the heck Scott Catler was talking about? I have I mean, no idea. That's a South Park reference. Yeah, Is it? There, yeah, yeah. Would there be punch and pie? Yeah. What the heck does that mean? That's Am I just that? It's, it's just something that Cartman says. Uh, it makes more people show up if you tell them they'll be punch and pie. That should just be on the next billboard. Come to Decon. There will be punch and pie. <laughs> we lost Teresa. Oh, no. I think she found out that there's no punch and pie here. <laughs> she doesn't know South Park. We don't need her. Uh, I, let's see. How do we get her back? Uh, you need to add her? How do we add somebody? I'm out of here. Okay. okay. She's like, bring me back. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You got it, Gary? We're calling her. Alright. It's calling. How are you enjoying this so far, Ben? Good. It's good. A couple of, uh, tough questions. It's actually, I take that back. They're not tough. They're not tough questions. They're, it's, it's the questions that come from people that are just either misinformed or are just second guessing. And, you know, that's that's fine because, you know, we're kind of used to that. Like every time we do a post on Instagram, there's always like somebody that has to say something or asks a million questions and like, no, that's not it at all. Like you're just assuming things. So it's it's kind of like that. You know, there's there's one we have this post on Instagram that we promoted and it, it was it's literally like you know designer con tickets on sale now or something like that and somebody posted on there like 
like I would never go to your show after the Hello? Yay, Teresa's back. Sorry. I was I I do Skype on my phone and I was trying to move the little window out of the way and I accidentally hung up. Oh. Hey, uh, I'm being I'm being told to wrap it up by the wife. Oh. So Okay, I have two more lightning questions. Two more lightning questions. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, someone wants to know, any chance of designer con ever returning to Pasadena, or is that done and it's Anaheim or bust? As much as we love Pasadena, though just the sheer size of the show and the types of vendors that we have, we can't go back there. It's Anaheim. That's it. Okay. And then last one, any chance of booking a different weekend versus the weekend before Thanksgiving? I yes. know that Okay, good. Because I second this because it is a really hard time booking flights because it's really expensive that weekend. So our goal is that we want to move the show to Veterans Day weekend every year. Oh, so beginning of November? It's actually only – we're only moving it down or moving it up, I guess, one week earlier. But it's just – yeah, it's, it's one week. But it's also a three-day weekend. So what happens is is a lot of people that want to spend all three days at the show and then, you know, get some rest afterwards, they have that Monday off. Oh, that's right. It's the 18th, so it'd be just a weekend before. Correct. Yeah. I dig it. And and next year is our first year that we're doing that. Oh, yeah, you are doing it. Okay, that makes me happy. Cool. <laughs> all right, Ben. Okay. Well, I think you've officially made Teresa happy. <laughs> he gave us a scoop, and we had to we got to mute Gary for the whole beginning of the Funko stuff, so that was good. Um, <laughs> I've now hosted an episode, so I'm an actual host again, and I think we should wrap this up by telling everyone where they can find everyone. Ben, where can people follow you? Follow DesignerCon at DesignerCon um, on Instagram, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Instagram. Uh, if you still use Twitter, then twitter.com slash designercon. And um, yeah, just the hashtag designercon, all that good stuff. Designercon.com. There it is. Teresa. Okay, Ben, you, you can leave if, if you don't want to stay through our outros, if you really got to go. I really got to go. Okay. Bye, Ben. Bye, Ben. Thank you, Ben. You Thank you, guys. Okay. Well, I'll finish Teresa. up. So, yeah. Why don't you tell yeah. everyone where they can find you? Okay. If you all want to find me, check me out on Instagram, tmhawk24. Gary? Gary Ham on Instagram. And I'm double G toys on Instagram. I, I forgot. That? I forgot what it was for a second. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Why are you so official? This is weird. Because I, I forgot what the end Yes, was. you're weirding him out. He's being a host. Is he? Got he's, like, he's usually the one here, like playing video games and stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't play video games. The truth he's comes out. <laughs> All right, wait. What's what's the outro? I forget what it says. Uh, uh, say, hey, this has been another week of Martian Toy Hour. We do this every week. Not because okay. we had to go What's he just say? This has been <laughs> this has been Martian Toy Hour. You're the ham bones. And we do this every week, not because we want to, but because we have to. <laughs> Wait, what? That's not. <laughs> <laughs>
anyway, let's end this. All right, that's it. Until our next transmission. Until our next transmission, we're signing off. Oh, Oh. Oh, Gary. Did you burp again? <laughs> no, he didn't. Did he really? Yeah. Keep it in. You're disgusting. It's, it's been requested. Him. He has to keep it. Yes, I have to it's keep doing it. Disgusting. All right, we're signing off. All right, later, guys. Gary, did you Is record that all? Bye, yeah, we're good. I have it. Yep. All right, cool. Bye, Jess. Hey, Jess, bye, will Jess. you be at the Yeah, she'll be there. Oh, okay, yeah, good. of course I'll be there. Okay, good. I'll be all the right. one that's at our booth when George runs off with all of his friends and leaves me. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right, all. I got some sloppy joes to go eat. I got to right. go. Sloppy joe. Sloppy all joe. right, this is fun. All right, bye all. Later. Bye, guys. Get him. Get him.